We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. They're longtime friends. Let me tell you something real quick about Dibs that I'm sure not everybody knows. <laughs> and first time partners. Hang in there, big guy. There'll be brighter days ahead. Now these two homegrown Bay Area boys finally come together to take over sports talk. Get the hell off of my doorstep. Major League Baseball, you stink. It's Willard and Dibs. <laughs> 957 the game. No, no, it's not. It's it's not Willard and Dibs, although I'm glad you played that open. Like I got triggered on the way to the office. Alan Styles at, at, at like 912 is like you're listening to the morning roast. I'm like, like hell you are. It's after nine o'clock. That's not the morning roast slot anymore. So uh, I'll see how much of this time slot uh, we can own. But uh Try well, to... well, well, well. Hey. Hello, hello, Steiny. This is a uh, this is a, a prayer. <laughs> I kind of like it. It's about twelve degrees cooler, actually, than I that. We probably there. should switch because I, I don't know about you. Like I'm, the, I'm a classic dude when it comes to you know, like driving around in a car or whatever. Cold air all the time. Me like, too. Yeah, can't can't do it. Can't do it. If I'm in a car that doesn't have that, uh, what's it called when you got the, uh, you know, two different uh, air vents that you can you can. Yes. I, I don't know what the I, I'm forgetting what the word is, but uh, but anyway. Air conditioning. Uh, well, no, but like when you when it's separate in each seat. If we oh. didn't have that, I can't drive the car. Gotcha. The lovely the lovely Christy wants it to be 78 degrees, and I want it to be 58 degrees. Thank you for taking your sweater off that's right the, now that's on live the, radio, making me feel that's better. That's the uh, ultimate male female dilemma. Right, right. I yeah, I don't even know why I don't know why they built us the way they did. But anyway. Uh so it's ten oh two when do you want me to, to you know, I'll give you my first uh, what, like issue with you. Rip me or no, 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 just no, no, not rip, rip you. something. Just a question. Well, listen, that's what today is. Today is a battle of good versus evil. And you can decide which is which. I'm not telling you which one is which, but today is a battle of are things good or are things bad? And actually, I got to place you as the favorite because I come in here and the first two things I want to say are super negative Nelly things, which is not me. This is going to be fun show. It's not me. <laughs> it is not me. But it, but no, go ahead. Do you have well, something already? Yeah, let's, let's just right. be honest. Fire on the, uh, uh You know, you, you stiffed me on the Your Ad Here promo. No, I noticed I that you, you, you took the whole segment... To, to talk about Rodon and the yeah. Giants. Oh, he stinks. But not one time. You saw, by the way, Steiny in for dibs. Right. So I don't know if you know this about the Your Ad Here daily delivery. I do not look at it as a show promo. Mm. Because then, once the show starts, it's over. It's just a take. It's just a take. And it's a take on what Carlos Rodon said, which we'll get to in a little bit because I sure. really, really didn't like it. But no, the first, the first thing that I'm bugged about um, is like an easy take. The All-Star Game was embarrassing. The Sumstar Game. Absolutely <laughs> embarrassing. It was. A, they found a way to load manage in the All-Star Game. LeBron and Giannis took the second half off. But I, I just, I don't know what to do, man. Everybody's like, oh, All-Star Games stink. Um, and yesterday was the flagship of that for sure. I, 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 don't, I don't know what to say. But you look at football now, at least they're trying something different because they know that this exercise they were going through with the Pro Bowl was ridiculous. And, and to me, last night, if not well before, but last night for sure, was, was that moment for the NBA All-Star Game. This is a pointless exercise. Well, All-Star Games didn't used to stink. Baseball All-Star Game used to be the mid-season classic. I remember growing up and the Wesleys, they had a party every All-Star game. It was a big deal. There was a rivalry there. 
between leagues. The players really cared and they really tried and bragging rights was actually a thing. I saw uh, highlights of the NBA All-Star Game from 30 years ago in Utah. Uh, You can find it online. You should check it out because it is such a difference from what we saw yesterday. They, They were they were. They were trying. Like Barkley and Pippen got into it a little bit. Shots were getting blocked. There was help defense. There, there was something that mattered. There was just something that mattered, and it was, it was probably pride. But this is an exhibition. There's a difference between a game and an exhibition, and that was an exhibition last. Yeah, night. but it's also just not, it's not the world in which we live anymore. Like, it, for mm-hmm. instance, we we talk about this whole idea of. Uh, should they try or should they not? And and you know I was having a conversation with a buddy yesterday. He's a Laker fan, okay. But he's still upset that Dwayne Wade broke Kobe's nose in the All Star game, whatever that was, probably 15 years ago now, <laughs> 12, 15 years ago. Dwayne Wade broke Kobe Bryant's nose in the All Star game, and Kobe had to wear a mask for three weeks and all that stuff. And he's still like that was ridiculous. And I'm like. I understand. Like if if Steph if Steph broke a bone in the All Star game, we'd be pissed. We would be upset. We would be like, why? Like why are we doing this? That's the world in which we live now. So, adapt or die. And and now you need to adapt. Which is if this is the world in which we live, then stop doing this because you all clearly don't want to do this anymore. Content to me, and this is one thing I wanted to tell you today, because, Steiny, this is important. Now, we have to at least act like we're having fun. You have to at least act like it. (laughs) Because when you put content out there, I always feel like if it sounds or looks like you're having fun, then maybe I'll have fun. Yesterday, they didn't look like they were having fun. They looked completely bored. I'm like, great, me too. Let's go do something else. I'm I'm with you. Or or at least not, at least act like you care. Like, get mad. Go ahead and get mad. Give me a technical foul. Give me a hard foul. But you're right. It's just, it's just not. Yeah, exactly. What do I, I think we had one foul. What did you say? One foul. You missed the two free throws. Donovan Mitchell shot two free throws. I'm like, where did that come from? <laughs> what happened? I mean, you want to talk about load management. How about sending the refs home? What were they doing there yesterday? What was the point? And why do you name the All-Star Game trophy the Kobe Bryant Award? Well, like, he would, I mean, I get it. You would want, you would hope that they play like Kobe, but it's the opposite of playing like Kobe, the all-star game. So I'd be interested to see, like, I wonder if he would, if, you know, RIP, he would have wanted that or not. I bet he He might have been like, no, at either regular season or finals MVP. Well, he would hate it if he saw what it True. looked like. He's like, you're True. attaching my name to this standing around not trying thing like it's completely anti exactly it's totally anti exactly and kobe would find a way to rev, uh, rev everybody up in a game like that well i i don't know i mean he played in some of these i don't know it's looked progressively worse uh for for the last 10 years but i don't know what it was about last night for me it, that was it was the breaking point like this was there's that there's that standalone shot that I kind of went viral on social media for anybody who has followed it, where there's and I don't know who the ten players on the floor were at the time, but you got a guy yeah. kind of right wing extended and one player is acting like he's guarding him and the other eight players are all on the other side of the court, not only standing there watching, one of them literally had their arms folded. Your arms folded. They're just standing there watching each other. I'm like, look, let's just let's go home. Let's go home. You don't want to be there. We don't want to watch. Um, they they got to do something. They really do. How, and I'm trying to figure out the connection between that game yesterday and what's going on with the league in terms of load management and everything Adam Silver said. And they're, they don't directly correlate a bad all-star game to load manage, but there's some kind of connection there, Mark. And I just think that the... I think the NBA's really got to be careful because, you know, Adam Silver was talking about load management, indicating he didn't think it was a huge deal. Loves the parity this year. Um, but if the science and analytics is telling you, and everybody's starting to buy in who's in the NBA, players, co- that load management, quote unquote, works, whatever that means, I mean, the, the players can play at a higher level for less period of time but a longer period then this thing's unsolvable 
It, it if, feels unsolvable. If somebody, if if, if Brandon Payne and the and, and Celebrini say, "Hey, Stein, you don't get it, man." If Steph Curry plays sixty four games a year instead of seventy eight, you know, assuming he's relatively healthy in these comparable years, he's going to play an extra two years. Well, how do you argue that? But then we're going to get what we get, which is who's playing tonight? I don't know. Well, who's playing? Two nights, I'm not sure. We'll we'll find out. I, I don't think that's good at all. All right. Well, here, here's what I would say. Like, what if I threw this to you? Um, what if I said to you, um, right now, Odyssey and 95-7 the game will put an extra $100,000 on your annual salary. Okay. However, that $100,000 would probably spell the end of this industry 15 years from now. What would you do? I take it. So that's all they're doing. Like, that's right. all they're doing. Each player, Explain, they're, no. they're, they're right. You will extend careers. You will be better in the playoffs right. if you take bunches of games off during the season. Here's what's also true. 15 years from now, your league might be irrelevant. The NBA and Major League Baseball, watch what they're doing. They're scrambling every year. Like, they'll be on one side. They'll be at a podium just like Adam Silver was going, well, look. It's not a big deal, and the analytics will show you that this extends careers, and we shouldn't force guys to play, and the shift, and bigger bases, and all of these things. Analytics, analytics, analytics. But in the meantime, they're also throwing stuff against the wall every year. How right. about a, a pitch clock and a midseason tournament? Well, why are they doing all that? Because their ratings are going in the tank. Why are the ratings going in the tank? Because you're not creating urgency in the moment, which is all in the name of analytics. So each individual player may be helped by analytics. The Giants, your game might be that gotcha. night's game on Thursday night might be helped by the fact that you won't let a pitcher go past four innings. But what about your game? Because ratings are in the toilet, and the NFL, I never hear about analytics, and I never hear about declining ratings. Yeah, no. And a 510 says, Steiny, what do you think, though, if Bird could add, four, Larry Bird, my favorite player, could mm -hmm. add four more years? <sighs> yeah, exactly. I don't know, actually. By the way, I just got you, uh, your email address was sent to me last. I've never had to email you before. Oh, I got your email. Yeah. I didn't get it till this morning. No, and I, 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 It was good, you know. Well, well yeah, yeah, but, you know, I've texted you before and you don't respond, so I've never really felt the need for an email either. We're on a thread together. But I, right, I know. Yeah, yesterday, you find, I'm like, oh, I found out how to make him respond is to have a show with him. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yesterday, Kyle's like, here are Matt's two email addresses okay. and one of them is like and I'm not going to say it on air but it has the number 33 in it. Correct. I'm like oh my gosh you're a bigger bird stand than I realized. Well like it's you're just my number. With him. It's actually you Pippin. Yeah sure. Um, sure. Obsessed. <laughs> obsessed is strong. Obsessed well, is strong. It's just the you know, he was my guy. I don't know. He, like, cha he changed the way I viewed basketball. Having a player's number in your email address is pretty close to naming your dog after him. Okay. Like, do you have a dog named Bird? Let me tell you something. With Larry? What is your first name? You try, you, you try you Matt Stein, Matt's taken. Like M. Stein, taken. MST, uh, Stein, taken. But it could you got to throw a number it out there. Been, but, but it could have been any number. Why did you get 33? That's from Bird. Uh, thank but, you. But I also use I, I sometimes and I use seven too sometimes. What's that for? I, that, that's neither here nor there. And sometimes I, why I are you being so evasive? But I just because I I can have a random number seven and twenty one are also what I use for passwords. But I don't think it's random. I think that there's no, something there random. that you don't want to tell me. Well, seven was a Yankee. I can't remember now. Mickey Mantle. Yeah, I like Mickey Mantle. Remember with George Costanza. Yeah. Wanted to name a kid seven? Yes. And then soda? Mm hmm. And they didn't. No, they did. The woman did, and then she broke up with her. Oh, yeah, it was all Man, bad. We've reached an age in sports where it's pretty tough to be naming. If it. You can't name it, your dog after the sport, the, the player because the player's going to leave in free agency in a year and a half, and then what do you got? If it then makes you, you feel any better, a lot of times my log. And by the way, these are logins a lot of times, not the patch. Okay. I have to go like Einstein 33. 33 even. So 3333 three, three, uh, three. correct. Yeah. So boy, if you if there's some sort of data breach, if you got like uh identity theft that goes on tonight, I'm going to feel really bad now that we put all your usernames and passwords out on the radio. No, nah, I, I I'm and I got nothing worth looking at or stealing or or anything like that. No bird. I mean, yeah, he was my guy. But you know what? I mean, he was starting to break down anyway. 
And he was probably breaking down because he played so hard. Like, but do I want to see him play at 34? Well, he's playing like Steph Curry, I do, but yeah, yeah, he can't guarantee that. No, I mean, that's you can't a, guarantee that. Yeah, that's the issue. Is 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 somebody can sit you down in a room? I've listened to Farhan do this. I've listened to Gabe do this. We've listened to Steve Kerr do this. You can sit down in a room and have a conversation. They're like, "All right, here's why we do what we do," and you walk out of the room going, "Well, pfft, then it's just a no-brainer. Like, duh, exactly. of course we'll do it." When do we get to address the bigger picture? When do we get to address the uh, the fact that this is a, a a lesser product for the fans? And so, in the end, is it short term gain, long term loss? I think we're getting there. I think we're getting there. And the fact that Adam Silver didn't seem to be overly concerned to me tells me. I don't want to say he's out of touch because that's kind of a little real, uh, unrealistic. But or or I don't know if he is or not. But the people that like basketball as much as me, they're not crazy about what's going on. And the people that like basketball as much as me are the people that I work with and the people that listen to this show. They know what's going on. We know what's going on. Now it's funny. Uh, I don't know if you've ever checked out my website, MatthewSteinmetz.com. I, I have do, I have never, I don't yeah. even have your email address. Okay. Why would I be at your well, website? It's, it's, what it is, might be on the website, my email address, actually. What the hell uh, are you doing with a website? What are you, I've had it forever. What, did you just blog on there or yeah, something? exactly. Right, do you get a lot of traffic? Yeah. Do I you, don't make, you know what though? Do you monetize this or are you just, or, I'm going to make you, you laugh right now. you just have way too much free time? I'm going like, to make you laugh what right do you do, now. What, what, what are you doing with I the just, website? It's kind of keeping me busy, kind of keeps okay. me, you know, just. Do little, you need help being busy? Just come over, dude. I okay. got like, come on. Are you really uh, that free? Uh, see, now we're getting, we're getting, do, out, we're do getting you, to know each other a little better. Do you do noon to three and then the rest of it? Because by the way, this is my perception. Okay. Your rounds of golf. I mean, I don't know. How often do you play? What time of year? Twice a week? Three times a week? Twice a week. This time of year, Probably. ideally. By the way, I've never even told you that this is one of the big... Maybe maybe it's where some acrimony began. You know, you got 12... You got 9 to 12. Yeah. I got 12 to 3. Right. When am I golfing in the summer? Will it I got to go that late twilight. Be, no, you don't. Oh, yeah. You can't. Be like a golfer and get up at 6 in the morning and get your butt out can't there. can't get 18 of holes. Of course you so can. Out. But then you don't prep. I mean, like like your prep matters. What so, prep do you need? You come in here and try to stick Guru in a corner, put words in his mouth, and go home. What so kind in other of words, prep do yeah, you need? You're telling me if I go 645... I can only get nine in there. No, you can't. And I can't. hate playing nine. You're playing basically ahead. You're the, if you're the first one there, there's no one in front of you. You're done in three hours. You can I like to have a couple beers with my round. Well, listen, now you're just being, <laughs> now you're just being difficult. Uh, anyway, anyway MatthewSteinmetz.com. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, everybody's always saying, Ty, you should write a book. You should write a book. And I'm like, I, ca- I can't. Everybody's I can't. not always saying that. But anyway, go ahead. A few yeah. people here and there over the years, <laughs> in the last 10 years. What do you, what and I'm like, I, you know, I just can't. The idea of a book is the idea of like a guy sitting at a typewriter for five hours at a time. I can't do it. I just can't. I've tried a million times. But I use the blog to like just do these little vignettes and it makes it more manageable. And now I'm stacking vignette on vignette. And if somebody, vignette. If somebody wants to uh, post, uh, make a book out of them, uh, you know, just oh, MatthewSteinmetz.com. Okay. Uh, but anyway, Bobby Sura was a guy, you know, he played for the Warriors. I'm sure, of course. And I remember having a this conversation with him at the end of the year and he he broke down his body broke down like crazy and uh he's like yeah he was 32 and he knew it was over and he's like man i I do think he goes i do think a lot you know if maybe i wouldn't have played it as as hard i wouldn't have played through injury i could have played longer and then i was like or you might not have even made it into the league right and he's like yeah no I, i i know that too but he could jump so he had back issues um but like that to me was was the heart of it i mean any player, because it's about money, is going to want the years for sure. So that is almost an incentive to to maintain your career, you know, with load management. Look, I mean, I think we do this in almost everything in life. If I offer you now versus then, what are you going to take? The whole concept of getting a loan, what is it? It's like we got to do this now and worry True. about later, later. We don't... We don't, we don't, 
we don't sacrifice now for for later, which is essentially what we're what we're asking guys to do. And and some of them are now, I guess, from an individual standpoint, some are making that choice. Like, yeah, I want to elongate or whatever. But from a league standpoint, you're you're sacrificing later for now. This is all about right now. Like, even though right. that means I'm not going to play on a Tuesday night, I'm sacrificing that to go for a championship in April, May, and June. Which, by the way, also, like, we're complicit here. We have made every year about the ring, and that's it. The ring is the thing. If you don't win a ring, your season was pointless. Um, I remember years ago when I was working in L.A., This became, Kevin Durant, the year after the Thunder lost to the Heat, Yep. Kevin Durant was asked, do you feel like it's a lost season? And he was almost like, and you know KD. Yeah. He's like, no. Like, uh, we learned this. We learned that. We this built this set us up for whatever down the road. Like this was an experience that that we will use. And and in L.A. he was roundly ripped because L.A. was these these people have all been Kobe-fied, right? All of them. And 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 Kobe would have been like the ring or pointless, exactly. And we and we buy into that as sports fans. And so if that's the case, how can we be mad at these players who say, well, then we're going to put ourselves in best position to only win the ring? We, we, we're, we're totally complicit in, in tossing aside the regular season. Well, the other thing is it's not, this isn't so much about load management. The Boston Celtics, okay, they, they, last year they get to the finals and they lose to the Warriors. Okay, so if you're the all-or-nothing fan, you're saying, oh, what a wasted year for the Celtics, even though they were 500 at the, at the halfway point. What a wasted year for the Celtics. No, it's not. Because let's see what happens this year. You think losing to the Golden State Warriors last year isn't some of some benefit to them when the playoffs start this year? Of course. Exactly. So it used to be in the NBA, you know, uh, the... the Pistons had to take it from the Celtics, and they failed two or three times. Then they got over. Well, it's like they would have never gotten over on the Celtics had they not failed twice. And it happens all the time. The Bulls to the Pistons. The Bulls would have never gotten over on the Pistons um, unless they had failed to the Pistons for years before that and figured, okay, here's how we got to beat them, or whatever. Like, I mean, that's the the, the whole idea of experience. I mean, once you've been there, the next time you get there, you've been there before. You you love to golf. Uh, You play six times a week, as we've established. (laughs) Uh, How often do you break 80? In, uh, in only, only twice in my life. Twice in my life. Okay. And I bet you, you remember damn oh, well yeah. the first time you broke 80. Yes, sir. Did you have any failed? Like, did you have any near misses oh, yeah, before that for happened? Sure. The, for sure. The very first time I was closing in on breaking 80, I got done with 16 holes. I knew exactly what I needed. All I needed to go was bogey, bogey. All I needed to do was bogey, bogey. Of course I double bogeyed the 17th. Okay, no issue. I still just need a par on 18. I almost missed the ball on my tee shot on 18 because I'm I'm shaking because of this. And so I ended up shooting an 81 or whatever it was. And the next time I got there, I was much better for it. And this is stupid because there's nothing on the line. It's just me and my ego. That's it. So, yes, the Boston Celtics are going to be better off if they end up in the NBA Finals this year because exactly. of last year's experience. Uh, get the, I agree with that. Get the drip ready. Uh, oh, here we go. You know, Steve Elkington, the golfer, he won a major of course back I in the know. day. Elk. At Riviera. Yeah. He's kind of a kind of a jerk. People think he's a jerk. Well, he's, I kinda, a, he's a slinger. Like, he's, a, he's you know, he became yes. big on the Rome show and everything. Exactly. Like, like, he'll talk. I shouldn't say he's a jerk because I actually really like him. Anyway, yeah. he was on the show once, and I've DM'd him a couple times, and he'll then respond. Anyway... So I, I I sent a tweet out about how I didn't see that coming I, at all. I had a I had a shot at, to break eighty, okay. and I didn't. I got just like you, eighty one yeah. or eighty two. And for some reason, I like I DM'd Elk about it, and he goes, "Well, this is the way it happens." He goes, "The next time, you'll have that feeling that you had the last time you had a chance, and you will." Maybe you still won't do it, but then you'll have 
two of those experiences like, oh my gosh, I got a shot at 80 again. Well, I admit, I didn't do it that time and I didn't do it this time. Why? Well, because I got a little tight and, you know, I did this. Uh, so can I adjust? It's like, that's how you get better. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You have that experience. You're like, I'm going to try something different this time around. That may work. That may not. But you're not going to, you would think if you're any good in anything, you're not going to make the exact same mistake over and over again. Um, so uh, a more official good morning to each and every one of you because it is President's Day, our schedule here at 95.7 The Game, a little bit different. Uh, it is uh, it is Willard and Steiny, and we're heading it all the way until 2 o'clock. We've gotten through the first 24 minutes without a really bad fight. We'll see if that, uh, if that continues. Uh, Jason Timpf, um, who is with The Volume Sports, had a comment with Colin Cowherd about a week ago about how the starting five for the Golden State Warriors is still head and shoulders above any other group, and this is data now, any other group in the entire NBA. And therefore, can they build off of that as they head into the home stretch here and still be a championship contender? So he's going to join us in about six or seven minutes. I look forward to that conversation. Um, and William Stein today is brought to you in part by Mitsubishi Motors. And then after that, uh, we can get into some of the comments that Carlos Rodon made in a uh, in a Yankee uniform at spring training with pitchers and catchers reporting. And it, it's like... I'm not mad directly at Carlos Rodon, but he brought up an issue that I think just needs to be completely, completely debunked. And I know, based on the way things were playing on social media over the weekend, a lot of Giants fans were turned off uh, by the comments made by Carlos Rodon. So uh, we'll get into that coming up around the corner as well. Plus... Communicate. Let's go. And if things are wide open, we have very few guests today because we'd much rather that be you. 888-957-9570. We'll take your phone calls. We got the Xfinity Mobile text line, YouTube and Twitch. Good morning. We see your comments working there. Um, so uh, let's get it going, okay? Jason Timp is going to join us next. Then we'll get into your phone calls. Willard and Steiny on a special President's Day episode here on 95.7 The Game. Willard, stuck it in me. Now, back to Willard and Dibs on 95.7 The Game. Colin, did you know that there are 27 five-man lineups in the NBA this year that have played at least 200 minutes? And Steph Clay, Andrew Wiggins, Draymond Green, and Kevon Looney are still by far the best in the league. They're outscoring teams by 22 points per 100 possessions. Wow! Five and a half points better than Denver starters who are treating this season every game like it's the last game of their lives. All right, that right there is Jason Timp, who is the host of Hoops Tonight on the Volume Sports. You hear Colin Cowherd with a hefty laugh in the background. Uh, and Jason joins us now, Willard and Steiny, with our special episode here on 95.7 The Game. So, Jason, thanks for coming on. And your comments there beg the question, with that being the case, why aren't the Warriors better? <laughs> First of all, thanks for having me on, guys. You know, it's funny when that, uh, when that video was going around the other day. I was genuinely surprised because I thought everybody already knew uh, that that specific lineup data was out there, um, you know, because it was a big deal when Steve Kerr opted to start staggering the starters more with the bench, going to Kevon Looney off the bench. Um, that starting unit, that same starting unit, when you swap out Kevon Looney for Jordan Poole, has not performed super well this year. Um, and I think that's a big part of why Kerr went back. But I really attribute it down to two things. Um, first of all, that lack of road urgency that we've talked a lot of, uh, about, particularly on the road. And then also, and I'm sure you guys have noticed this, the, the core five um, has really struggled to close games this year, which is highly unusual. I think it's, I think it's just completely uh, a random occurrence because this is a team that has made their bread and butter on executing, um, out-executing teams on the biggest stages when the pressure is highest. That's literally how they beat Boston last year. So I think those are the two main drivers of it. Um, but, you know, this team doesn't have a ton of depth. And so when they've gotten hit with the handful of uh, different injuries this year that have disrupted things, they just haven't been able to uh, to float any real distance between them and 500. Let me, let me ask you this. What And maybe I'm putting you on the spot here, but... Do you know offhand what five-man unit that's really good has played the most minutes or percentage of their team's minutes together? 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Oh, that's a really good question. I don't have that data on Fair. hand. That's fine. Uh, that's fine. That's that's fine. So uh, the the Warriors five man unit has only that the five man unit you're talking about has only played together eleven percent of the time. A lot of that's because they're not together all the time. I think if they're together, they'd play maybe twenty five to twenty eight minutes uh, uh, percent of the of the game together. Why? Why don't they either finish with that lineup? Because often, often they don't. And then my question would be: in the playoffs, how much could they play that unit together to maximize, you know, that that uh, advantage? Well, it's the classic give and take uh, that modern basketball has been clashing with traditional coaches forever. Which is, do you uh, prefer to go big? which gives you a much better chance of withstanding the physical elements of the game, right? Like with Kevon Looney and Draymond Green in the front court, they just have a much better chance of surviving in contested rebound battles and protecting the rim and just in general when it comes to the physicality areas of the game. Or you go to Jordan Poole, which buys you a bunch more, like the aggregate offensive skill of the lineup goes through the ceiling, right? It opens up so many more things in terms of driving kick basketball for the Warriors that aren't there, um, you know, like starting their actions, uh, whether it's a back cut out of a split cut or some sort of dribble handoff action that gets that first advantage. And then there's so much offensive skill on the floor that they can drive and kick you to death. And there's a bunch of give and take there because then all of a sudden the physical profile of the team falls to, you know, Draymond Green, who's an undersized big, you know, Andrew Wiggins suddenly playing as the you know second biggest and most athletic player on the floor. Clay Thompson suddenly as your third tallest player starts to present some physical limitations. So it's just that classic give and take. You know, I, I kind of see both sides of it. And I think it's matchup dependent. You know, like there are going to be situations where they need to stay small. Uh, but I thought more often than not, they did uh, uh, go with uh, Kevon Looney uh, in the playoffs last year. And I thought it ended well. And honestly, this is where Gary Payton is going to be a huge advantage because I think one of the ways that they can kind of fight this a little bit is in some of these closing groups when Gary Payton is ready, going with him instead of Jordan Poole. And then you're smaller, but Gary Payton plays so much bigger than he is, and he does a lot of things that functionally represent what a perimeter player can do. And I think that's a big part of why they bet they were so good in last year's playoffs with Gary Payton. They were way better in last year's playoff run with Gary Payton on the floor than when he was on the bench. So, Jason, I'm uh, I'm torn here, and maybe you can help. Like, we're, we're watching this team every single night, and, and there's that data, which is that that group of five is still the best in the league. The other side is, defensively, this is a middle-of-the-road team at best, and that doesn't work uh, to win championships. So... Are you of the belief that blessed with health, this is still a championship contender or, or not? Absolutely. Like, uh, unquestionably. I, I, again, like there's, you get concerned about stuff with the defense because what we hear about in NBA history or what we know from NBA, NBA history is that if you are not a top 10 defense and you don't have an overwhelming talent advantage, meaning I've got Katie and Steph, or I've got Shaq and Kobe, right? Like, if I don't have an overwhelming talent advantage and I'm not a top 10, top 10 defense, that's a problem. And obviously, we're going to want to see Golden State address that over the course of the last month and a half of the regular season. They really need to dial in the defensive details. That goes without saying. But generally speaking, I am super bullish on, on championship cores that have demonstrated that they have that ceiling in the past. I'm a big believer in motivational advantage in the regular season. Like, Denver is attacking this season 
like kind of reminds me of the 2018 Rockets. Like they just have so much night in and night out belief and passion in what they're doing because it's all very new for them to be in this situation. And like Golden State, more or less, obviously the Gary Payton and Otto Porter losses off the bench have affected them this year, but more or less it's the same core of players that was, you know, one of the best defenses in the league last year and went on this dominant playoff run. They are obviously in a very deep NBA going to struggle with night in and night out motivation. You're really seeing that on the road. So I am a believer that this core can snap back into form. And as far as depth goes, like when you look at Jermichael Green and how well he's been playing over the course of the last month, I'm not necessarily concerned about like they might have to look at the buyout market for depth, but the core nine guys with Jordan Poole and Dante Devin and Jonathan Kaminga and Jermichael Green coming off the bench, I don't think they need any more. It's just a question of them dialing in the details of the final two months. And if they were in a first-round series, 8-1 against Denver, I am leaning towards picking Golden State to win that kind of series. Wow. Well, I'll tell you what, Jason. You seem like you're a good guy, so I'm going to give you an opportunity here. Um, not, not <laughs> Watch Mark, out, Jason. Not, not Mark, my partner uh, today, because we usually don't work together. But I have a partner. His name's Daryl the Guru Johnson, and we made a bet. Uh, and, and the bet is I have the field, and he has the Warriors. You want to make that bet? I'll take the field. You take the Warriors? Oh, man. I don't know if I'd go that far. <laughs> right. So the, the thing no, is, I'm messing. there's all these new wrinkles. There's all these new wrinkles in the West, right? Because, like, Phoenix is this new team on the scene. And they they have their own set of issues, but the top-end talent is there. I don't know if you saw the Lakers last Thursday night with all their new – it was the first time we saw their new pieces with LeBron and AD. They looked pretty good. Obviously, they're going to have to show us a lot more. Uh, the Clippers, I'm not as worried about, but – Denver and Phoenix and, and Golden State at the top, I kind of put them on the same tier. And so with having two other teams on the same tier with them, I would, hard, I would have a hard time taking uh, them over the field. Uh, that is the correct answer, by the way. Uh, I, I, think I, I think I would do <laughs> that. Barnum and Bailey say? Is there any team in the NBA where you wouldn't take the field? Like, nobody's better than 50-50, right? I 100% agree. Yeah. Like, even out east, uh, out east, it's like Philly is a lot better than Philly basically has been the best team in the league for the last half of the season. And it's completely under the radar. Uh, they like uh, in their last 37 games or something like that, they have the best record in the league. You know, Joel Embiid and James Harden are both playing incredible basketball. Like the Eastern conference is just as up in the air. This whole thing is completely up in the air, which is why I think guys that we had such a wild trade that month. Jason Timpf, who is with uh, the Volume Sports Network, host of Hoops Tonight, is with us here on 95.7 The Game. You mentioned the buyout uh, market there real quick, Jason. Do you think there's anything there for the Warriors? You know, it's just a matter of depth. I, You know, the two names that have been floated around, Patrick Beverly, the thing is, is you guys have so many guards already. And the other thing, too, is Patrick Beverly is he's a ball stopper. He's that guy who catches on the wing, and the first thing he does is pump fake and jab step, <laughs> which, which I think would give Steve Kerr a heart attack, you know, because he's just such a big believer in making quick decisions with the basketball in, his, in, in, in your hands when you catch on the perimeter. But I do think he's a good player who could step in and play minutes if you needed him. I look at, like, Serge Ibaka. It's like it makes a lot of sense on paper. They need a backup big just to help eat innings over the course of the last month and a half. But the other thing they're really going to fight against, guys, is minutes. I... I really think that guys prioritize minutes because they want to play basketball. And at the end of the day, I think that Kerr is going to go with Jermichael Green. I think Kerr is going to go with a little bit of Jonathan Kaminga and a lot of Gary Payton and a lot of Dante DiVincenzo and Jordan Poole. So, like, I just don't understand the advantage that Golden State presents to a buyout candidate. Um, it would make a little bit more sense if, like, Kevon Looney was hurt right now. And, like, Serge Ibaka, you could go to him and be like, hey, like, you're going to play right away. But I'm just not sure there's minutes available, and that's going to put them at a disadvantage in a lot of ways there. Uh, let, me, let me ask you this. Last year, the Warriors were 41-13 and 13, uh, through 54 games, and they were getting Clay back, and then Draymond got hurt for about 30. Steph, of course, missed the, the last 11. They got whole for the playoffs, and they had a core that had been together. This year, they're 29-29, and 29, they're working significantly harder for wins than they ever have, I think, during their dynasty. Do you take into account anything like that where the effort they're putting in right now 
to to get to the playoffs and even the run that they're going to have to make right now, uh, assuming they want to get up to six, will take a toll on a veteran team during the postseason. Absolutely, it will. I mean, that's that's the biggest thing standing in the way for both Golden State and uh, and the Lakers. Like, I'm such a believer in their talent. And like for the record, that's where my optimism comes from. You know, like, do we think Jordan Poole has declined? Obviously not. That's having a better regular season than he did last year. Do you guys remember how poorly he shot the basketball last year? Like yeah, that was mm-hmm. a huge subplot that he erased in that postseason run. You know, Draymond Green is in a much better physical position than he was last year. I, I think Clay Thompson's playing better regular season basketball than he did last year. So there's something in the synergy of all that, particularly the, like we talked about closing games, effort on the road, you know, bench depth that have caused problems. But I don't see anything in the personnel that has led me to believe that that group has declined. So that pushes me to thinking they just need to lock in. But the aspect of that is a big question mark, you know, much more so for the Lakers because you know, Anthony Davis can barely play 15 games in a row without having an issue. But, you know, it's a lot to ask from the middle of February all the way through to the middle of June for that group to hit the Jets, especially when Denver can rest Nikola Jokic if they need to, right? And Boston can, you know, be like, oh, we're just going to go into Milwaukee with four of our starters out. We're still going to have a chance to win because we have all this depth, you know? And same thing, same thing goes for Milwaukee. Like, it's just... They're in this predicament now where they they are not afforded the luxury of being able to ease their way into the postseason. And that just adds a whole other – it'll make them tough in a first-round series because they'll be so locked in on the details. But in terms of the four straight months of high-level basketball they'll have to play, it just adds so much more room for something to go wrong. Uh, Jason, uh, real quick, that uh, All-Star game, uh, uh, hot garbage, right? Like, what, what, what do they do with this? I don't know what to do, to be honest with you, man. Like, I, I as a basketball purist, I find I find it like objectively unwatchable. Totally. Um, like, I'm a, I'm as big a basketball fan as you'll find, and I did not watch the game last night. I watched, you know, maybe five minutes of it, and I was like, oh, it's one of these kinds of games. And then I turned it on at the end because I'm a huge believer in the Elam ending. I think the Elam ending is the future of basketball. I love the idea of winning basketball games by playing basketball instead of hey, let's like foul and jack up a three real quick. I love the Elam ending, so I always tune back in there. And they weren't even playing defense for that. Right. I was like, "Oh man, we are we have we have lost we have lost the plot here." But I mean, at the end of the day, like what I would say to fans is, they don't care, so you probably shouldn't care. Like, don't don't set yourself up for disappointment by caring more than those players do. They clearly don't care about the game, and it's headed quickly towards being the. Pro Bowl, basically. Yeah, yeah. You said the exact same thing I did, which is if you don't care, why should we? And they looked bored as all get out yesterday, so that's what I did. I got out. <laughs> yeah, you, brother. Me yeah, too. yeah. Jason, hey man, a whole lot of fun. Thank you for coming on. Anytime, I appreciate the invite, guys. All right, we'll do it again. That's Jason Tip Hoops Tonight Volume Sports, and I'll say this, Steiny. Yeah, sometimes it's helpful, maybe good for the Warriors fans' soul to hear someone who's out of market, who's looking at the Warriors, and instead of just being like, okay, 500 team, doesn't play defense, era's over, he's he's like, I mean, this is a championship contender, and it almost felt like he's got him on a very short list of people who are on that, who you could use that label for. Listen, I, I disagree with him, but it's like I was telling Guru, I, I will not, like, if the Warriors win it, nobody's going to say, Donnie, you said they couldn't win it. I said, I didn't think they were going to win it. I said, I thought it was a long shot. But that's the thing. Even for a skeptic like me, it is absolutely within the realm of possibility that the Warriors could win the, sure. the title. It's hard for me to envision because like, here's the one thing. It's not so much about the Warriors for me saying they can't do it. It's about the history of the league more than anything else and and the task they're being asked to do i think in a in a in a micro level which is well now you got to win it at 29 and 29 two-thirds of the way through the season from the nine spot and you're trying to win back-to-back titles nine years after your first title with the same core like like i've t- if, if yeah. they pull this off right like that, I guess that's no, what really you. bothers me. That people be like, "Oh, hey, they'd be fine. They're just going to get it rolling." And it's like, well, that means that if they do pull it off, 
Please don't tell me you're going to look at it as though, yeah, I knew they were going to do it. No All big, right. like no big deal. You know what I mean? Totally. Because it was, it's, it'll be a monster deal what they will have oh, pulled it's, off. It'd be insane. Like in, in other words, a couple things that that stand out here. The Boston Celtics made it to the finals last year when they were 500 in late January, and we made this huge deal out. It. it was like, wow, they were 500 in late January, and then they made a run to the NBA Finals. Well, the Warriors are 500. In late February, right? So if it's that crazy to do it from 500 in late January, how insane would it be to to, to have it happen from late February? Then next is this, which is we look at this logjam in the standings and we sort of think that it's closer than it is. The idea of making up two or three games in the standings right now with only 20 some odd games left is a ton. It's a ton. Uh, my guy Ephraim last night, massive Laker fan, is like, hey, man, all they got to do is go on, like, one six-game win streak, and they're right in this. And my first thought was, well, A, six-game win streak is really hard, uh, especially when you're mediocre. And second of all, let's say the Lakers do go on a six-game win okay. streak. They've won one. If they win five more in a row, guess what their record would be? Like, what game over? 500. They'd be 32-32. Okay. and 32. Can I not presuppose that the other 500 teams that are all in the West would probably about go 500 as well? So you need this six-game win streak just to get to the 10 seed. Just to get to 10, you're going to need a, re- a two-week-long stretch of winning with no losses. Right. Overcoming these two. Oh, they're only two games back. That's a lot. I agree. That's a lot right now. I agree. So, and, so, and, and if you're the Warriors... You know, this can be a blessing and a curse. I Everybody knows what the blessing is, that if the Warriors rip off eight straight, they could jump to four. The, the, the curse could be if they go two and five, now they're back down to 12. <laughs> right. And now you, now you need, and the, and the thing we haven't even mentioned, and this is the, to me, this is the most worrisome part, is Steph Curry. They're going, to, coming back. they're going to start their stretch run without Steph Curry. So is it realistic to think they're coming out of the blocks hot after the All-Star break? Doesn't seem like it. I mean, It doesn't seem like it. I mean, I listen. So first how of all, long can you push it before you rip off the six in a row? Right. The predictions right now, I think most Warrior fans are in the same spot, which is a while ago, stop making predictions with this team. Because you're just like night to night. You've been surprised in both directions so many times. You're like, they won that one? They sat right. everybody and they won, and then the next day it's like, and then they, you know, they lose. Uh, they get swept by Detroit. Like, what on earth is going on with this team? So I have no idea how they're going to come out. Um, I do think that look, they they play at the Lakers later this week, three nights from now. That's going to be hard. The Lakers are all incentivized yep. with their new acquisitions, and there'll be no Steph. Um, and I don't know if Steph will make the home stand, but after that. You got five in a row at home, Houston, Minnesota, Portland, Clippers, New Orleans. Clippers are really good. Outside of that, I mean, those are games I feel like they can and even should win for the most part, even without Steph. So, like, I look at that and I think, can you go four and two until March 5th when you're in L.A. to play the Lakers again? Can Steph be back for that? If they do that, they're in really good shape. What's the number you have in your mind for win total? No, no, no. For Steph coming, how many more games is he going to miss? Like, for some reason, six is in my head. Like, well, that would be that. Because that would be exactly. what I just laid out. And so that's, that why, would, that's why I'm asking. Did kinda, you, do you yeah. have that number specifically? Well, see, he said he's not going to be back for the game on, on Thursday Lakers, night. Right. Which sort of means to me he's also not going to be back for the game that's the very next night, Friday. Um, and then they've got one day off. You know, they I, have six and nine days. Yeah, like so. Yes, that that Sunday, March fifth, sort of feels like you come out of the All Star break, have another week and a half. Yes, and maybe, but, but I have no idea. Let me ask you I have this: No idea how he's doing. Let me ask you this: Do the in your mind? Do the war is there a is there a, a differentiating point in terms of the seeding where you say they can do it or you know what that's that they can't do that I, I, to me nine or ten is an okay. unrealistic they get a seven they win a playing game right. boom they're in one if you're seven or eight you win one basketball game and and yes you've immediately got to go play Denver 
or 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 I guess Memphis, Memphis or whatever's going to happen there. Memphis, that would be different. I think your first round against Denver that 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 feels hard. Uh, I'm not saying it's not doable, but seven or eight feels unlikely. But I wouldn't give up on the idea. Nine or ten does not feel realistic. Right. If they get into the top six, yeah. I'm now now you take your chances. If you ask Steph Curry, truth serum. What's a, who's a better opponent for you guys, Denver or Memphis in the first round? Memphis. You think they feel, they think they can like? I think you think they, they think they own Memphis yeah, if they need a, to. I think there's a mental edge there. Uh, you might be right about yeah, that. Yeah, Memphis is too triggered by the Warriors. They're too focused on the Warriors, and so sometimes your intensity about a certain thing to me, there's a tipping point where it's like we get up for them, and then you go too far where you're like. We're just we're we're psyched out by them, right? Like they're too obsessed with the Warriors. Uh, you know what? There's something, and I know this is. I'm not saying they're better without John ja Moran. Of course, I'm not saying that. But there's something about when the Warriors play against the John ja Moran, when they played against the James Harden, when they Jokic is a little bit different. When they played against the Westbrook, they had the the perimeter defense, or at least the one guy that just. You don't shut him down, but you can minimize those guys because you got Wiggins and you had Clay and even Andre and then Looney when they get switched. Like they used to be a hard team for one guy to really uh, control a game against. I, I feel like uh, a lot of times that comes from, I mean, that's what they studied, that's what they got ready for. They got ready to exactly. play Jaw. Uh, I think about that, the 49er Raider game on New Year's Day that, that I attended, by the way. Right. Like, uh, to me, why did the Raiders move the ball up and down? Yeah, where's the trip? Come on. Whoop. Get in the game. Whoop. I mean, yeah, thank you. So why, why did the Raiders move the ball? I, I mean, I don't know, but my guess would be, I think the 49ers studied Derek Carr tape, and he's Captain Dump-Off, and hmm. Jared Stidham came in with absolutely nothing to lose, started hucking the ball downfield, and the 49ers weren't ready for it. So sometimes that happens when the star goes out because right. like, we didn't prepare for this. This is not what we were looking at. Uh, by the way, that game we're talking about, if Steph can return Sunday, March 5th, like, they need it to be then. Listen to where the schedule goes starting Sunday, March 5th. You're at Lakers, you're at Oklahoma City, you're at Memphis, and then you come home from Milwaukee, oh, you come boy. home for Phoenix, and then you hit the road again to take on the Clippers... Then there's Atlanta. Then there's Memphis again. Then you get at Houston. There's a couple of, you know, gettable stuff. And then at Dallas. Yikes. I mean, that is, there are no, maybe one or two days off in a stretch of about 10 games. They're going to have to be playing really well to win five or six of those. Yeah, I didn't didn't look that far ahead. That's a little back. They do. They need to step back. I I, I agree with that. I agree with that. All right, 888-957-9570. We'll take your calls. Willard and Steiny, we've gotten through an entire hour. Nobody has strangled each other yet. Who knows what's going to happen next? Sponsored by AC Transit. Keep your comments coming on YouTube and Twitch and the Xfinity mobile text line as well. Uh, Listen, coming up next, I don't go on a rant, an angry rant very often, but... It's, it's time. That's coming up next here on 957 The Game. Fire Kyle right now. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.